Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to our podcast, Three Idiots in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're here to talk about season two, episode two, Everybody Loves the Clown. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. I had my class at oh, the local yeah. art center. Yeah. Uh, Did you have will run on Sundays? Right. Did you have more than one? I had one person today. Same, same person as last time. Different person. Oh. oh. <laughs> Different person. Yeah. Okay. Of the two people who are supposed the to be person. there, it was the other person who wasn't okay. there first. Did, did the first person message you? Nope. She nope. didn't contact me. Uh, I don't know if she has my info. We didn't exchange anything. Oh, okay. But and I okay. totally forgot to text her. I have her number. Oh. Uh, like on the clipboard on, in the classroom. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm gonna text her at the end of this class. Nope. Totally forgot. But <laughs> I knew that she wasn't gonna be there last time. But apparently she wasn't there this time either. It was fine though. I got the other girl kind of caught up. Did, um, did you have the other the other girl? No one came last time. No. Oh, so did, last time I hang out? I worked on the one girl's project to get her caught up so that she's not super far behind. And so I and then left it there so that I would have it there for, for her for this next week. Oh. Yeah, so I just kinda hung out there for an hour and, and worked on and worked on her thing last week. But okay. uh, this week she was there, so we I taught her how to keep doing the process uh, that I had started. And I'm <laughs> realizing that I think I may have short made the class a little bit too short oh. because mm. it's taking her a little bit longer than I thought it would to do this process. And mm. I don't think she has like the tools at home to mm. take it home and do it. Interesting. Okay. So uh, we'll see if she finishes. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. But I um I also like I had her pick out some material so that I could prep it for her for this week so then she doesn't have to do that so it's all ready for her to just start working on next week. Well, it's, I mean it's your first you you haven't like taught a class no. an art class before. No. So this is your first art class. This is this yeah. is good. This is exciting. Yeah. And I, I was telling Stephen about this on the way home, and he was like, "You have to remember that like you're talented." They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah, you have to remember that, like, that, like, like not everybody knows how to do what you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that you've been doing art for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You've been doing your specific type of art for longer than anybody else because it's, it is your specific type of art. You yeah. learned how to do it your specific way. Yeah. <laughs> and so because you know how to do it your specific way, of course you're going to do it faster than yeah. everybody else. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to take like an hour. And I'm like, oh, this oh, is going to take a lot longer than an hour. <laughs> and, you know, I don't know, like, your, your students, like, what their what their experience or skill level is with yeah. any kind and of, I, any I kind of physical known, I didn't know coming in either. So this one girl was like, I wanted to take a pottery class. And <laughs> <laughs> well, hold this, like, this is not pottery. Pottery. Not pottery. Very, very different. She's like, but there wasn't one. And my mom was like, what about this one? And I'm like, okay. So I signed up. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Okay. I mean, you're learning. So yeah. she was like, I am not an artist. I'm like, hey, just because she's like, I can't draw. I'm like, well, that, that's, that is that's not, not 
not. That's not that's art. Not it. That's not it. That's not it at all. Nope. Lots and of different you know, avenues. And, and you know what? I bet you can draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just not what you're thinking of as what drawing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't draw people. Mm-hmm. I also haven't practiced very much. Yeah. I did have an art teacher tell me I couldn't, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Art, some art They didn't teachers. say you couldn't. He said, he was like, he was like, you're not. <laughs> well, you're not <laughs> good. good. You're not, well, you're not good at this. Was that? What? Was that given? No. Oh. No, this was in college. Oh, oh you're, you're a very artsy art professor. <laughs> very artsy. Yeah. 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 I, like, I did fine at the still lifes. Mm-hmm. He didn't have yeah. any problem with my still lifes. I hate drawing still And that is fine. a skill in itself. Like, that is very like, hard to do. I hate drawing like, and still I was, lifes. They're so boring. Yeah. And this, we learned this vocab word in one of our previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Chiroscuro? Yeah! I remembered. Chiroscuro. Chiroscuro. Yeah! It starts with a C-H. C-H. I don't remember talking about this at all. It's like (laughs) the the shading from dark to light. Oh, yeah. I liked that, and I uh, liked working with the charcoal, and I was okay at it. I drew... We, there we did a still life with like there was like a like a cow skull and a vase, and everything was draped in a sheet. Mm -hmm. Reminds me of a Phineas Verb episode when Dr. Doof was like stranded in a desert and he was like that reminds me why are there always cow skulls in the desert, in the desert? <laughs> like i see them all over the place in movies but like why <laughs> it's like why are there so many <laughs> so like i, I did okay mm-hmm. at, at, at the still life stuff and you know, okay at like like landscape proportions and, and stuff mm-hmm. we'd, we'd he'd take us outside like once a week and say like everybody pick a spot to sit and just draw what you see (laughs) yep (laughs) and i'm like okay it's very flat here (laughs) yeah Yeah, it was where you were yeah Yeah. so i'm like well there are some trees very far away from here (laughs) i guess i'll draw a line (laughs) and then those in the very far distance yeah so i like i did okay with that but then we were like he's he's like here's here's like a, a, a model of a human head sit wherever you're sitting in the class and draw it there. Mm. And I'm like, this looks like a reptile person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I followed the step-by-step directions like I did for the still life, and it did not turn out <laughs> no, like a person. <laughs> and it was like, he didn't really know what to say, like, to make it better. <laughs> it was mostly just like, because like, like, he could tell that I'd followed the steps. Right. But it wasn't correct. <laughs> <laughs> You've shown your work, but yeah. the answer is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the steps, you did them. Yes. <laughs> I'm but, not sure what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what you did, though. <laughs> different kinds of art. Mm-hmm. Different abilities. Anything can be art. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Basically. You can be an artist if you dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got this dream. <laughs> Believe. Believe, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> if Kirk can go on stage and make a weird dance about uh, becoming a baby and the baby turning into a human. In Gilmore Girls? <laughs> Do you remember Why that interpretive dance? This? Kirk's interpretive dance. I think. Oh, I think. Yes. I think. I think. I. Re- I. You see, is I know I have not seen every episode of Gilmore Girls, and of the episodes I've seen, I don't think I've seen most of the like whole episodes. Mm-hmm. I've seen just like chunks of episodes. I do remember that though. 
great. I love when he cosplayed as Luke and mm-hmm. set up a little mini Luke Steiner that was just a lemonade stand <laughs> <laughs> with a grill. And he was like, hi, hi I'm Luke. <laughs> this is... That, that I don't. That I don't remember. He's like, this is Kirk Steiner. Is it? Yeah, I don't. I don't remember the lemonade stand. <laughs> I do remember the troubadour. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the troubadour showdown. Yeah, yeah the troubadour showdown. <laughs> yeah. When that other guy, yeah, um, with the long hair and beard, yeah. came by. That was funny. <laughs> with everything being art, circus performing <laughs> is performance art. Circus performing is performance art. Yeah, and clown makeup is. A whole art form. Mm-hmm. Yes. People who do clowning take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a it's a whole thing. So yeah, the circus is art. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I guess let's jump into today's episode, season two, episode two. Everybody loves a clown. So to get us started, our writer today, did you guys see who the writer was? No. Any guesses based on style of episode? John Chabon? It's a John Chabon. It's John Chabon. It's a John Chabon. Wow. Um, I mean, I I kind of get it based off later maybe with some kind of horny teen, sort of. Well, uh, we, we can talk about that when we get there. We get there when we get there. This this felt like a much more toned down subtle episode mm-hmm. yeah. for his typical fare. So yeah. that was it. It didn't feel like a lot of the episodes he's written before. Yeah, directed by Phil Sagricia. Sagricia, mm-hmm. one of, one of our uh, longstanding directors. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Aired October fifth, two thousand six, and I think a. I mean. Supernatural is a sp- pretty spooky show, but we're we're getting pretty close to Halloween. Halloween? Yeah. This is this a, is a pretty spooky one. It's a pretty spooky Halloween. This is episode. Yeah, this. Sorry. I think this would be a good Halloween sure. episode. Yeah, it's it's a good nominee for a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, we open with a pretty standard recap. Yeah. They do the then. It's the it's then. the then now intro with the fire theme. And it's like, remember last season? Here are some important things from last season. Remember that Dean almost died last episode. Remember, this is important. John gave up the cult and himself to save Dean from dying. And John is dead. <laughs> yes. Basically. Remember all, all of that. Re- remember these things? Great. Okay. <laughs> I was very, remember all these things? Great. We're not going to address them immediately. No. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, we're, we're going to open with. A carnival. A carnival. And open with the monster plot that we're then not going to return to until well into the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. <laughs> we're we could, hanging a little bit. It, yeah. it was... They left the monster plot hanging longer than they usually do. This feels very scarecrow. <laughs> the split plot, the... um, yeah. Like, we have a monster plot, but it's not big enough to fill out an entire episode. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, story arc plot to get to. Yeah. Yeah, there was some of that. I don't think it, and we can talk about that as we go on, but I don't think it felt as unbalanced yeah. as Scarecrow did. Right. But yeah, no, it didn't feel as, like, we really need to get just a wedge stuff that, down. Yeah. Uh, so, 
Let's like really split this up. No, it didn't feel like that, but it still felt a little like a little disjointed, a little jaggy. Yeah. So we open on a carnival with a, with a kind of cool transition where it's like the screen's kind of all hazy red, and then pop, it was a balloon. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, that's cute. It kind of did it, it spook you. It didn't, it didn't spook me, but I was like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're at a carnival and we're in it, Medford, Wisconsin, and it's. A pretty typical carnival fair. We've got the typical rides. There's games and performers and, and clowns. Like, there are the clowns. <laughs> Hanging out with the kids. And, and there's, there's, a, there's a dad. A, yeah. He's like, God, I hate clowns. They're always creeping me out. And the mom's like, shh, she likes them. And they're like, yeah, last ride, Nora. And I'm like, Nora is too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> she looked, she looked yeah. a little too old to be, like, playing with clowns. Most of the kids in this episode yeah. looked a little too old to be letting clowns into their houses. houses. Yeah. A little yeah. too old to be letting a grown clown Yeah, man. a grown-ass man into <laughs> <Yeah>. their house. <laughs> That's a grown-ass man. <laughs> Do you want to come and play with me inside my house? Like, mm, that's, no, no, you're too old for... No, you've been taught right. not to do that. Must have been. Should have been. Should have been. He is my friend. And if, mm-hmm. and if not, this is... This is multiple kids in the same area. This is the education, the local education yeah. system failure. Yeah. If multiple kids in the same area are having this problem of letting a strange adults into their houses <laughs> yeah, that's, in the middle um, of the night, uh, no. And then I'm like, oh, that clown, uh, there's this one particular clown that's yeah. off on the sidelines. I'm like, that clown has murder in his eyes. Yeah, there's, there's a strange clown standing apart from all the rest, staring across the carnival at this kid. Who's like, who's like, oh, hi, it's a clown. Oh, hi, it's waves. Waves. She's like, hey, it's a clown. And the clown slow waves, waves. back. But it, it looks sad in that, like, weird, angry, sad kind of clown mm-hmm. way. And the parents are like, what are you doing, hon? She's, and like, she's look, like, mom, another clown. And they're like, okay. Look at, oh, he's mom gone. looks, yeah, clown is gone. What are you trying to do, scare your father? <laughs> Nora smiles, she's but like, looks to where the clown was, kind of confused. Like, like, um, oh. but there was a clown. <laughs> oh. But, but there was, Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're driving home, they're in the car at night, and Nora looks out the window and sees the clown standing by the side of the road. <laughs> and she isn't slowly scared. Waving. She and, hey, isn't scared. Look, Mom, a clown. <laughs> She's a freaked out. No, and the the parents are both kind of like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> We're still doing yeah, this. I think the mom was asleep and she like she, wakes her up and she's, she's like, like, oh, oh I missed it. You know, whatever. Oh, she's and, like, you missed it. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing like, oh, we're still, oh, doing, we're still doing that joke, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh, and then she, oh, and then it cuts to her in bed. And she, she like is kind of stirring in her sleep and like it, her eyes are just open. She's like, oh, and it feels like she was like waiting for him. It was weird. She like, like wakes up. And gets up and goes over to the window. She's and like, she's like, oh, he's hey, there. He's the, there. The clown is here. Like, at this point, you, the, like, this kid is too old yeah. for, for this kind of reaction to a strange adult. Like, in like, your yard the, in the middle of the night waving at you. Like, it's not like this is like, oh, it's like, you know, some like, like, like fairy fantasy or something. Like, like, right. it's, like clowns, like, this kid is too old to think a clown is not a person. Yeah. A, cl- a clown yeah. is like a creature or a magical character yeah, no. or something. A clown, a clown is a person in a costume. It's 
a clown is a person, a human yeah. person, yep. and they live and work at the circus. Mm-hmm. Like you, you still might have like a weird like disconnect if you you know like you know see your teacher somewhere else outside of school, yeah. right? But that doesn't mean your teacher is some magical creature that lives. No, that you, you know it's, if you saw your teacher in your yard in the middle of the night, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't let them in. No. no, a clown like like this this kid is old enough to understand that a clown is a job that a person, a human person, does. Mm-hmm. And that, that job needs to stay at the circus. <laughs> yeah. And not in that's your yard. Because supposed to be. They're not supposed to be in your yard or in your house. <laughs> <laughs> With the rare exception of birthday parties. Yeah. But those happen right. during the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they were planned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the clown doesn't just show up. <laughs> Well, I mean, they can. It's a surprise party. If, well, it's like, if it's like a surprise for the kid. Like, oh, oh yeah, clown. right. But, but not for the, the parents. parents. No. <laughs> no. But, like, I'm trying to, like, make any, like, like suspension any of disbelief for the, for the kid. But, like, this kid is too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> so the kid, who has obviously been failed by the local public education, go, you know, goes downstairs and just like like Lights. like like look, looks through the glass on the door, and the clown is standing there Ooh. and waves at her, and she's like, "Okay," and she just waves like, oh. and smile. It smiles and waves, and she turns the key and opens the door and takes his hand and walks him like, through the no, doorway. No, 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 no! I just love that that shot yeah. of the gloved hand holding her hand and like yeah. she pulling him in. Yep. Oh my god, it was so creepy. Yeah. That who it's just the kids in this episode like <laughs> they're so dumb. <laughs> they're real dumb. I don't know. I I I can't help them. I'm sorry. Whoosh! Supernatural intro. Mm-hmm. Fire. Mm-hmm. The sound. The sound of their mother dying. <laughs> Our next scene is a kind of a somber one. It was so badly lit. I was like, something's on fire. They're having a bonfire. <laughs> Oh, I had my brightness turned all the way up, so I was... No, I, literally, I had my brightness, and then I was like, oh, a, a body's on fire. And I was like, is it the girl? And I was like... Oh, oh no. Oh, oh Dina. Oh, it's yeah, John. It's, it's, this is a funeral pyre. Mm-hmm. This is a this is a hunter's funeral. They didn't really give any context for this, but no. this, as we go through the, through the show, we'll learn, this is standard practice for when a hunter dies, because, you know, hunters know about the things the scary things right yeah you don't want a body coming back as a ghost or a zombie or a vampire or anything right so you do you burn the you salt and burn the body just to prevent that and there's sort of like a you know it's the there's some like you know warrior culture funeral pyre kind kind of a, a feel to some some hunter culture so it's the two of them who had to prepare the body and do this funeral pyre. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how they achieved that because John didn't die out on a hunt somewhere. No, he was in a hospital. Yeah. So they wouldn't have let him take the body. No. They would have had to steal his body from the morgue. <laughs> there are rules around the handling of human remains. And I know some of those laws vary state to state, but generally speaking, you're not allowed to just take the body home and burn it yourself. No. <laughs> you, it has to go to a f- funeral parlor or a cremation service, something like that. Those are usually your only two options. They would have, they, they would have had to steal his body from the morgue. There's, there's no other way that they could, they, they would have been able to do that. 
they they would not have just been able to like, yeah. well, he's dead. We'll just carry like, him out. We'll just uh, we'll just take, we'll take this off your hands. We'll just take this off your hands. It's it's not you like just scoop him out of the bed. Like we'll it's, just just, uh, just take him out of here. We'll yeah, you, you don't. It's not it's not like at the vet's office where they yeah. th- there are there are laws in place that that don't let you do this. So yeah, the this we 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 missed that whole chunk of of time where that whole very upsetting heist where they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where they're like, we got to go to the morgue and steal our father's body. We missed that. And we could just get this long shot on the boys where Sam is crying and Dean looks like he's tearing up, but is just stone faced, Mm -hmm. staring into the flames. And Sam wants to know if John said anything before he died. And there's this long shot on Dean and Dean just says, no, which we know is not true. Yeah. Yeah. The audience, we, we don't know what what, what John said exactly. No, we know he said something that terrified Dean. Yes. So. I know something you don't know. <laughs> so he's just, you know, sitting on that. He's not sharing that with Sam. No. That's, then we see a single that's, that's tear the, yeah. drip down Dean's that's cheek. A single tear. Mm-hmm. A single man tear. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it because, like, that's technically spoilers. Right. But, but you remember, I know that you remember that episode? <laughs> I wasn't going to say the it. The musical episode. The musical episode has a song called A Single Man Tear. A oh. single man tear. <laughs> Musical episode. Of there's a, yeah, there's the musical episode of Supernatural. Has a wow. Has a song called "A Single Man Tear." <laughs> Technically a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it applies. But it applies. <laughs> I know I was thinking it. <laughs> Single man tear. Okay. <laughs> Um, One week later, uh, we're at Bobby's scrapyard, and Dean is working on the Impala, which is just a mess. Mm-hmm. He's on one of those skateboards that goes under cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam comes out to check on Dean, offers to help. And Dean's like, you, under a hood, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, do you need anything else? It's like, stop it, Sam. It's like, stop what? <laughs> Dean just wants to be left alone right now. Yeah. Yep. And Sam wants him to talk. And here we're running into... A problem because mm-hmm. it's true. There are different ways of processing grief. Everyone grieves differently, mm-hmm. and Sam and Dean do have different ways of grieving that are kind of incompatible. Yeah. The problem is neither of them are actually dealing with it. Yeah. And they're both still having a problem. <laughs> How does Sam grieve? Sam does better talking it out than Dean does, mm. but he also like his therapy is like like doing research and running a case down mm-hmm. and um a lot of research um, mm-hmm. from, from from what i recall and dean like dean likes something physical mm-hmm. that he can actually fix like working on oh, the impala it is you know something physical he can do physically with his body it is something he like physical that he can see and interact with something tangible and he can actually, he can make, like, visual progress toward fixing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is something that is within his realm of control. It gives him a, a feeling of control. All of those things are comforting to him. But it's, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's true that neither of them are really dealing with their father's death. But it has only been a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to take time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sam's kind of, it, like, 
Sam wants to get it out there and get talking about it, and Dean doesn't. Sam, it's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your father died, and you both have a complicated relationship with him. We're not going to be able to hash this out in a couple minutes. We've got a whole season to work on it. And Dean's reaction to Sam, like, really wanting to get out there and have a talk about this, is he gets, like, the macho man defense funny. Mm -hmm. So he's like... He's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Come on over here. I'm going to lay my head on your, gently on your shoulder, and maybe we could cry and hug and even slow dance. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's extremely defensive. Mm-hmm. It's like, Dean, don't patronize and, me. Yeah, it's, it's not. And yeah, Sam, so Sam gets a little mad about it, but it's like, Sam, you're pushing him. Mm-hmm. And like, it, like it's, it, is a, it is a tough situation for both of them yeah. to navigate. Sam doesn't think Dean's taking this seriously. He wants him to like... To say I, something. To say something. Say anything. Do, do something. I, it's almost like I, like I wonder if like Sam is... Because Dean... He, he's looking to Dean... Like, so their, their father has just died. Dean is a parental figure to Sam or has been. So he's looking to Dean for, if not guidance, then a cue. Yeah. Um, and Dean's dealing with it himself, dealing with his own stuff. So Sam's not getting much from, from Dean. So Sam's like, you know, pushing at him, trying to like get some kind of cue as to what to do. He's not reacting the way Sam would expect him to. It's, it's there, there's some, there's, uh, almost like miscommunication happening in like their relationship and their relationship with their father. Mm-hmm. It's a very difficult scene, like that that they're navigating. And Sam is like, "Shouldn't we be thinking about the demon, which we assume killed our father? We don't know how or why, mm-hmm. and the cult is missing, which is a problem. Aren't you angry? Don't you want revenge?" And okay, Sam, you, you so your father died a week ago. A week ago, you were just yelling at your father for revenge about revenge purposes. <laughs> yeah, and this gets, sort of gets covered later. This Sam is feeling guilty. Mm-hmm for how that went down. Th- throughout this episode, he's going to be falling back on on his guilt and like, well, maybe to make that right, I, maybe, like maybe I was wrong in the argument we were having mm-hmm. before he died. But back it up a step further, Dean was also <laughs> telling, like was, you know, when, when Sam was having his meltdown, Dean was like, I'm done with all the, all the revenge nonsense. Mm-hmm. We got to stop the revenge nonsense. So Sam trying to go Dean into looking for revenge for... For their dad, that's that's the the wrong. He's barking up the wrong tree there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this you know pushes Dean just just far enough. That he's like, listen, we have nothing. We have no leads. We have no resources. We don't have the cult anymore. We don't as have you the said. We don't have the cult. We don't know where the demon went. We don't know how the demon killed John. We like we don't know anything. The car is a wreck. So it's the only thing I can do. I can work on this car. Which is, you know, his control and that, like, physical, tangible thing. It's it's very, like, like listen, it's the beginning of the season. We've got 20 episodes <laughs> to, to work this out. We can't just expect us to walk into this season full of resources. We, ha- we have to, you know, wipe clean slate and then build back up to it. <laughs> and Sam's like, well, I do have one thing. He, he says he cracked the voicemail yeah code on, on on his father's cell phone he's like oh I, I i cracked the voicemail well okay so you were able to figure out like a four-digit code yeah mm. and he ran a trace 
yeah. on the number. Like, like I understand that the internet was not as robust in 2006 as it is now. But yes, Sam, we all know how to use Google. <laughs> they, he was able to get into John's voicemail, and there is a message from a woman named Ellen saying, like, hey, don't be stubborn. You know I can help you. And it was saved for four months. It's like, oh, it must be important. He saved it for four months. And I'm like, <laughs> I did, I get... <laughs> More likely, he just didn't delete it because <laughs> just forgot it was because there. the voicemail wasn't full. And I just get the feeling that John's not a big tech guy. Yeah, like forgot about it. So he just didn't delete it. Yeah, <laughs> but all right, you know, it must have been important. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, so they're like, okay, well, we can go investigate this. So they're going to borrow a car from Bobby. They pull up to the roadhouse, which is a, uh, like a rundown looking dive bar type place. And they roll up in a dusty old van. <laughs> uh, that's making like a squeaking noise. <laughs> and Dean's like, this, this is humiliating. I feel like a freaking soccer mom. They're, you know, having a poke around, looking around. Uh, there's no other cars. And they, you know, call it like, hello, anybody here? They don't really wait. No. no. Like, Sam throws Dean thieves tools? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just, just you know, uh, it, it's a lockpick set. Yeah, and Dean um, picks the lock. But, like, they don't wait at all. They're like, no. hello? No. <laughs> Nobody there. Gotta use, gotta use our lockpicks to break in. It's a bar in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's closed. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> they're like, oh, nobody's here. They're like, yeah. It's a bar in the middle of the day. Come back when they're open, maybe. <laughs> Check their hours. Like, they might have a sign. <laughs> but they just, they break in, and it is, it's, you know, oh, it's like, oh, it's kind of dark, and there's, like, flies buzzing. Also, it's a bar in the middle of the day. day. Of course the lights aren't on. It's closed. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy who passed out on the pool table. Yes. And I'm like, uh, and it's... Yeah, I'm like, dead? It, yeah, I'm no. like, no, he's, no, he's just drunk. No, there's there's just a guy passed out on the pool table. And they're like, okay. <laughs> like, don't think that's Ellie. Or Ellen. Ellen. No. Um, so Sam just kind of wanders off. And yeah. Dean's, Dean's looking around, and we see the barrel of a rifle come into frame and, like, poke him in the back. He's like, oh, God, please let that be a rifle. Said, no, I'm just really happy to see you. And uh, there's a, a young woman standing there. So, you know, Dean pulls pulls the, the kind of smarmy, like, you know, miss, you don't want to you know, get that close with a rifle because then it's really easy to do this. And he does this, like, the spin and grab with the rifle. And then she just sucker punches him in the face. <laughs> in the nose. She, like, breaks his nose. And he's like, ow! And gets the gun back from him. I can't see. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, a little help here? Sam's like, I, I can't. Sorry, I'm a little, uh, little occupied. Uh. Yeah, uh, and he's marched out of the kitchen with his hands on his head by an- another woman with a gun. She's like, Sam? S- Dean? Yeah. Winchester? And they're like, like yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, these are uh, these are John Winchester's boys. Hi, I'm Ellen. <laughs> That's my daughter, Joe. So this scene with the rifle and Dean's line, like, God, God please let that be a rifle. Yeah. Like, big eye roll there. Yeah. That's a John Chabon line. Yeah. That's a, for for shock or, or horror or humor, the threat of sexual violence. Not a fan. No. <laughs> 
and just, you know, Dean being just, like, lightly homophobic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, okay, big eye roll. Alan gives Dean some ice. <laughs> Ice! Get me ice! Uh, we, we learn that she knows about the demon that John was hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dean was like, there wasn't an article in Demon Hunters <laughs> Quarterly. How did like, <laughs> who are you people? <laughs> so we learned that this is a hunter-friendly bar. Ellen is your, you know, your local friendly saloon keeper. <laughs> Hunters pass through here. And she and John were friends once. John was like family once. They're like, uh, we never heard about you, bro. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, well, you're going to have to ask him about that. You're like, oh, like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. like, like, ooh, there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of history here that we just stepped in. And also, in just a couple lines, a lot of information very quickly. We know that there are other hunters, mm-hmm. if only because we know that Daniel Elkins was a vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. And there were references to other people like Daniel Elkins. We know that Pastor Jim... And Caleb were associates of John's. To what extent they were involved in hunting, we didn't get to see. But that's mostly it, right? Like, we, we haven't really met any other hunters, really, right? Yeah, I don't think so. So, to learn that, so this is a, a, you know, news to the boys as well that there's, like, like how do you people know about this? It's like, oh, this is a, this is a hunter bar. Mm-hmm. Hunters come through here. There are more than just the Winchesters, and Ellen and the Roadhouse kind of provide a, you know, stopping off place for them. This is your adventurer tavern. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it's great. This is a whole new, you know, op- opening up of the, of the supernatural world lore mm-hmm. for the audience and for the boys who don't appear to be surprised at this. At the the existence of of such a place, and also that if like like Ellen was like family to John, John was like family to them once. Mm-hmm. John Winchester and his relationships. Yep. What the fuck, John? <laughs> <laughs> if you have access to this kind of a of a place with like put the potential for other hunters, the potential for other help, the potential for a safe haven like this. I mean, he it all fell apart with. Whatever he did, you know, fell apart with Bobby, who was, a, you know, a huge lore support guy yeah. that he just, like, threw away. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, we don't know. John Winchester and his relationships, something happened here. But, which is, is you know, you'd have to ask him about that. There is a long pause that's uncomfortable. <laughs> and Dean, you know, jumps to, like... So why do we need your help? And she, and Ellen's like, listen, you came here. Yep. <laughs> you broke into my bar. Yeah. Don't, so don't, like, listen, don't don't give me your sass, okay? If you don't want my help, that's fine. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. But you came here. She's like, well, John wouldn't have sent you if... Oh, and, he didn't. He didn't send you. And you can you can see her putting the pieces together. And she's like, she knows he's yeah. he's not okay. And she's like, he's all right, isn't he? And they're like, no, no, no he isn't. He isn't. It, it was is. the demon, we think, just got him before he got it, I guess. He did. And uh, Ellen tries to offer them condolences, and Dean snaps at her. <laughs> yep, it's okay, we're all right. And he tries to smile a little bit, but, like, it doesn't work. And he's, he says, we're all right, lady. <laughs> and she's, like, like backs off. Yeah, really, lady, I'm fine. She can tell, like, she gives him this, like, appraising look. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're you're messed up about this. <laughs> yeah. 
I will give you your space. <laughs> Sam, much softer, more diplomatic. He's like, any help you guys can uh, can give, we you know appreciate it. Um, we're you know running into a dead end with we don't have any leads or anything. And she's they're like, we can't help you, but Ash can. Who's Ash? Ash. <laughs> and Ash responds to his name, not the commotion earlier, the no. the shouting and the the door slamming of, and of earlier. He responds to his name though and gets up off the pool table. You know what? Closing time. <laughs> <laughs> and we see a young man with a mullet, mm-hmm. a very long mullet, and a flannel shirt with the sleeves cut off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who comes like staggering over from the pool table? And Joe's like, he's a genius, and the audience is supposed to laugh along with. Dean and be like, haha, this like obviously like, you know, it's a it's a class like being a classist joke. Like like this yep. is this is a, you know, lower class. Obviously he's just some some hick, what does he know? Uh Dean calls him a littered skinnered roadie. And Ash is like, I like you. <laughs> uh and yeah, this pleases Ash greatly. He looks like he's having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> And Dean, like, thumps down the big folder of um, information on the bar. And Joe is serving waters. And she's like, give him a chance. <laughs> and, yeah, Dean's like, okay, so this is a whole year's worth of our dad's work. So let's see what you can make of it. Uh, and Ash starts, you know, going through through the file. And he's like, uh, uh, no one can track a demon like this. And Sam's like, our dad could. So Ash, like, looks at him, like... Okay. And then just starts in on some, like, techno gibberish, mm-hmm. where it's, like, the surprisingly well-spoken, using big words that you're supposed to be like, what the heck knows mm-hmm. what he's talking about? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Eh. <laughs> not, I'm not a huge fan of the, of this joke, but he's, you know, looking just, you know, in a brief glance through the papers, he sees, oh, okay, so these are, you know, a record of signs and omens, crop failures, electrical storms. If you've got these, you can track the demon. And he's like, give me mm, 51 hours. And he gets Specifically. <laughs> so it's going to take Ash, by his estimate, 51 hours to do what it took John 22 years to do. Yeah. I'll give him the benefit of technology is better than it was in the 80s, but it's going to take Ash 51 hours to do what it took John 22 years to do. So, uh, Ash is competent. Yeah. And as he leaves, Dean is like, hey, man, I dig the haircut. And Ash is like, doesn't pick up on it, but like, or do, he doesn't take it as the joke that it that it is. And he's yeah. like, you know what? Yeah. He's like, all business up in front, party in the back. <laughs> And then there's this weird pan over Joe's ass as well, she's immediately, walking away. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, so so Ash says says business in the front, party in the back. And then, there's a shot back on Dean. Dean, Dean and Sam, where they kind of like roll their eyes. And then the, and then it cuts to tight on Joe's ass. Yep, yeah. yep. And the camera follows her as she walks around the bar and past the boys. And Dean's eyes follow her. Like, mm. yeah. And like the the our eye line kind of like crosses like in front of Sam, and it's like Sam, it's like it's almost like Sam like 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 pokes his yeah. head back, like like is like to to get the viewer's attention back on him. He's like 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 I see that you're following Joe's ass. Pay attention hey, to me, me though. Me. Um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that that exchange from Dean making fun of Ash's hair to the 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 camera following Joe's ass, ass around the bar, and then her looking at him like what. 
Yeah, that like, the, there was. It was a very weird party in the back, and like. Well, I mean that's no, that is a specific. I know, reference I know, to, I know, I know, I know. I know it's a specific. But then, like, go straight to the ass. Yeah. Why? Just <laughs> <laughs> weird. It was weird. Here's the thing, though. I get big he they vibes from <laughs> from Ash. Yeah. That's a he they if I've ever seen one. Yep. <laughs> That's a that's a bisexual he they if I've ever seen one. And these these are the vibes I get from Ash. He has a thing for me. Yeah, but like and not but not in like a like oh I have a crush on crush on the Hawkeye like like in a like oh you're looking. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Huh. Kind, mm-hmm. kind, yeah. Like 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 yeah I know I've got it. Go ahead take a look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to all of Dean's like little jabs, like like yeah he's, he's, like you know like hey man I dig the haircut like. Well, you had to have been looking to notice. Mm-hmm. So, so here, here I am. <laughs> you, what are you going to do about it? And then Dee's kind of like, uh, oh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I am very uncomfortable with the energy that we've created in the studio today. <laughs> um, it, I, I'm getting very Dean's bisexuality, Dean's sexuality being challenged by Ash, mm-hmm. who seems completely comfortable in whatever he's got going on. <laughs> yeah, I like Ash. Yeah. I do, too. I feel like that energy I'm getting from this scene is entirely unintentional. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. But... I feel like he was like, we're supposed to be making fun of Ash. Yeah. No, the, it's definitely. Like, it's ri- as written. Dean is making fun of Ash, and Ash is not picking up on social cues because he's neurodivergent coded. Yeah. He's, yeah, definitely. He's got, he's got, like, big savant vibes. Yeah. He's he's weird, but you know, a weird smart guy. That's that's as written. The vibes I'm getting from this scene, Dean is Ash taking Dean's weird posturing and challenging his sexuality, <laughs> and Dean being like, like, hmm, <laughs> oh, I'd rather not interrogate this. <laughs> so. And then, and then the camera trying to get the the viewer back to you know back to Dean being like, this is more what I'm comfortable with. Tight on Joe's ass. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam butts in but. to to be like, hello, hi, hi, hi. Look at me. Um, what's that? Points to uh, a police scanner and a folder behind the bar, and Ellen's like, oh that's yeah, we we got a police scanner, scanner because that's normal. Yeah, <laughs> tab in a bar. Yeah, we got to keep tabs on stuff. Tell me you haven't been listening to the police scanner again. And he's like, uh, no, the folder with the newspaper clippings and the red marker. <laughs> <laughs> that's more my speed. That's yeah, yeah. That's that looks like something I would like to read. She's like, oh, um, okay. And she kind of like reluctantly picks it up, and she's like, I was gonna give it to a friend, but like, yeah. I mean, these these guys it. these guys are. She, she has history with John, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, and. These guys, in her eyes, are untested hunters. She knows hunters. Hunters yeah. come through here. So she has someone she can give this to if it's a potential case. But she's she's subtly kind of testing them to see, like, you know, see if they're, if they're any good. See if they know what to do with a case file like this. So she hands it over. The folder says, couple murdered, child left alive, Medford, Wisconsin. It's like, oh, okay, now we're bringing back the scene the that, we, that we started yeah, with. Newspaper this clippings is the side of the circus, quest. the clown, and murder. And this <laughs> is quite far into the episode to be bringing up... Yeah. This to, is... You know, to be bringing, the, bringing us back around to the monster of the week. This is the Halloween side quest. Yeah. <laughs> and it, this is. This this feels very side quest. Mm-hmm. So, while, while Sam is looking at the folder... Dean goes over to chat with Joe. He just, you know, he walks on over and asks for her backstory. Mm-hmm. And we learn Joe's dad was a hunter who died when she was a kid. So we have a little, you know, dead dad bonding moment. 
And they're, they're both of them are, D- Dean in this scene is, is very soft. Mm-hmm. He's not really doing his macho posturing with her. He's very soft spoken. He, he is sitting down and she is standing. He is looking up at her. So he's not doing the, you know, big, big man yeah, filling, up, filling up space thing. He's, he is taking up less space. The, the lighting is, is, uh, sort of softening both of them. It's a very different scene from how he usually flirts. And they are, they are both of them a little bit flirty with each other. Mm-hmm. And Dean starts to suggest... Okay, maybe tonight, since we'll have time to spare, maybe we should... And then he pauses, he's like, never mind. She's like, what? It's wrong time, wrong place, you know? And I've seen this scene talked about before, and it's that... Th- th- this scene comes up a lot in the discussions I see, like, on TikTok and stuff. Now that John has died, Dean doesn't have anyone to perform for. Mm-hmm. So his his instinct is pretty girl at the bar, gotta hit her up, but it's falling flat for him, and he doesn't follow through, and he's not doing his regular posturing. He's dropped that the toxic masculinity facade thing, and he's just he's being just like a guy, you know, just a person instead of whatever character he thinks he's supposed to be. Yeah. And then Joe's like 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 interested in his reaction here. Like, 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 because she fully expected him to try hitting on her. Yeah. And, and she says as much. Like, yeah. I, I thought you were going to toss me some cheap pickup line. Most hunters who come through that door think they can get my pants with pizza, a six-pack, and a side one of Zeppelin 4. And you see Dean's face freezes, and he's like, that oh. is my entire move set. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what what a fu- scumbag. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of scumbags. She's like, not you, though, right? He's like... Guess, Guess not. not. <laughs> now like, that I know. Yeah. Well, that's well, not what we're doing. Well, not anymore. <laughs> um, and Sam interrupts. He's like, hello. <laughs> hello, I'm right over here, you know. The, the clown left the daughter unharmed and slaughtered the parents. <laughs> so, yeah, like, hey, listen, there's, uh, we've got a case. Um, and it's like, well, we've got to wait 51 hours anyway. Something to do while we wait. So you gotta be kidding me, a killer clown. Yeah, they're in the they're in the car. It's night, and Sam is giving them the the rundown on the case. This is before we had the incident with the killer clowns. That long um, before that yeah, was 20, that was 2016. So yeah, so they're in the car. Sam is giving them a rundown on the case. And it's like, to recap, in case you forgot from earlier this episode, there's a clown that, <laughs> that apparently uh, goes into people's houses, kills the parents, and leaves the kid alive. We hear, rips them apart, and all these people were at the carnival earlier in the day. Cooper Carnival. The cops have no leads, and the employees all have alibis because they were tearing down shop. A girl said that she saw a clown disappear into thin air. The cops are saying, that's trauma. (laughs) And Dean interrupts to start teasing Sam about clowns. Yep. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. Why did it have to be clowns? And Sam's like, not the time. We're working a case. Stop. Stop teasing me about that. And and Dean's like, do you still cry at Ronald Ronald McDonald on TV? (laughs) Sam's like, at least I'm not afraid of flying. It's like, planes crash! Planes crash! All the time. It's like, well, listen... Apparently, the clowns kill. And they're like, back to the case. This happened before in 1981 at the Bunker Brothers Circus. Same MO, three times, three different locales. And they're like, well, and so they start, you know, running it down. Could be a spirit, but spirits are usually 
bound to a specific place because they're like usually bound to like their remains or something a house so this could be a cursed object it could be a spirit bound to an object that's being carried around by the carnival so this 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 is our this you know our theory but dean's interested in why they're doing this case Mm -hmm. and sam's like it's what dad would have wanted and dean's Mm. dean looks at him like what the fuck (laughs) what has gotten into you man so we're back at the carnival a dad and his kid are in the scary fun house (laughs) he's like evan look scary the kid's on like a phone a tablet a video game yeah dad phones and tablets didn't Didn't exist yet so what this is an nintendo ds yeah DS were a thing back then? In 2006? Yeah. There oh, was, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So he's like, yeah, dad's scary. Yeah, I think so. It looks, yeah, it looks, like, it looks like a DS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh my god, so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he's, yeah, he doesn't care. Until he looks up and sees a very creepy clown he's waving like, at him. He's and he's like, like mm-hmm. this yeah. kid has a more appropriate response. Yeah, he's like, he's mm-hmm. like uh, he sees it in the glass, turns around, and it's not there. Turns back, and it's not there. And then the dad's like, what's the matter? What's up? What's up, kid? And he's like, like, I saw a clown. It's like, don't be scared. Oh, clowns are Clowns right. are nice. They're your friends. I'm like that. Mm, my dude, you've just made a whole problem for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So later that night at Evan's house, the <laughs> dad and mom are asleep in bed. It's at nighttime, but then it shows dad and mom asleep in bed. And the light coming in through the window is very warm, hmm. like it's day. Huh. As is it morning? morning? Did he wait is all it, morning, all night? Is it then... weird lighting choice? Yeah. But Evan wakes his father, and he's like, "Dad, you, you were, were right. right. He is my friend." And the dad's like, "Huh?" What? Looks to Evan, looks he's to his hand, hand holding the clown's hand, then looks to the clown. He's like, "That's a grown ass man." <laughs> 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 the clown smiles and the dad screams. Yeah, we have a commercial. Ew. <laughs> back to the we're back at the carnival. The boys pull up in their very embarrassing van to see that the cops are here, questioning clowns. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they Sam's waiting for Dean to get back from finding out what's going on, <laughs> and gets stared down by a clown. I, like, like she I stops and stares at him he, for like a minute. He stared at her first, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he, he was did. Looking at he her, started it. he started it. Like, 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 kind of, kind of afraid. <laughs> yep, yeah. And she's looking at him like, like, like what? what? Like, what is your problem? And he's just like, uh, like just staring at her. And she's like, um, what? And he's like, mm. and she just keeps on staring and like. I'm like, that was weird, Sam, for like a solid 30 seconds. And then she's like, okay, that and, was weird. And, and leaves. Just, like, walks away. And Dean's like, huh, huh, did you get her number? <laughs> like, okay, Dean, we get it. Sam's afraid of clowns. But, like, she didn't even have makeup on. No. <laughs> the clothes were enough. The clothes were enough. Apparently. She was, she was just getting, she was probably she just was on her way to get her makeup on. Just on her way to do, so, to do her carnival stuff and, and weird, weird, creepy guys just staring at her. <laughs> I'd say that's on the level of, is, is it kind of like Renaissance, almost? You mean like carnival worker? Yeah, carnival worker. There, there is an element of overlap to the type of people who are drawn to that kind of performance art. Mm-hmm. Certainly. And like the makeup. Yeah, and yeah, and like some the of the costumes. some of the performers at Renaissance fairs do also work at carnivals and uh, circuses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some similar overlapping acts, like you know, knife throwing and whip tricks and like contortionist things and music performances and stuff like that. And you know, 
there there are some some of these performers tra- like travel with like like do the do the fair carnival circuit some just do the one that's close to them and then have a different job for the rest of the year mm-hmm. like that one guy on tiktok who yeah. does who does whip tricks mm-hmm. I, I don't have you seen him no his his uh, state he's jack the whipper <laughs> oh he does he does uh he's got like a bull whip and he does does whip tricks cool at the, at the renaissance fair during his regular day job he is an npr anchor <laughs> <laughs> And sounds and looks like he just he just puts on his his he just puts on he doesn't have like crazy makeup he but he puts on you know his like Ren, Ren Faire costume and a big curly mustache. <laughs> Without his getup, he looks like an NPR anchor. That's funny. It's uh it's it's very it's very good. And he sa- he sound when he's on stage as the doing the whip tricks doesn't sound like an NPR anchor. Mm-hmm. But he's got the NPR voice for. It's, it's, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. So we learned there were two more murders last night, ripped to shreds again with a little uh, little boy. Shreds, uh, and the um, and Sam is like, ah, little boy who who said it was a clown. And Dean stops for a second. He looks at Sam like, what? And he's like, yes, a clown who apparently vanished into thin air. It was it was Sam's phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, which is why <laughs> Dean paused. Yeah. The phrasing Sam used was "fingered a clown." Yes, <laughs> and he just stops and looks at Sam like, "Why did you say it like, like that?" that. <laughs> Wait, why did he say it like that? That is a phrase for like picking somebody out of a lineup. Yeah. Oh my god, I fingered you for the criminal. <laughs> yeah, it's it is it is a phrase for accusing someone of a crime. I don't like that. No, 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 I don't either. And Dean doesn't either. With the look he gives Sam, it's very like, why? Why? So, but they agree that like trying to find a cursed object here is going to be very difficult. So we're going to have to use EMF readers and scan everything. So Dean's idea to blend in, he sees a help wanted sign, but they got to, they got to find the, the owner-operator of the carnival, Mr. Cooper. So, you know, wandering around, Dean wanders into a tent where there is knife-throwing happening uh, and meets a blind knife-thrower who he manages to antagonize. Yeah. So he's like, hey, we're looking for Mr. Cooper. Have you seen him anywhere? And the guy turns around like, is that a joke? Like, is that... It's like... He's like, no, takes his I did, sunglasses I didn't, off. I didn't, I didn't oh, know. Oh, God, I am sorry. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know. That, and uh, Dean cannot catch a break. No, because then... This a little man mm-hmm. walks in, and he's like, "Hey, Barry, is there a problem?" He's like, "Yeah, this guy hates blind people." It's <laughs> <laughs> like that. No, I, 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 I don't. don't. I don't. I really don't. He's like, "Hey, buddy, what's your problem?" Nothing. It's just a little misunderstanding. Like, little, little. You son of a bitch. It's like, uh, he raises an unlit torch to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Sam laughs at this. <laughs> It's like, um, could somebody tell me where Mr. Cooper is, please? Dean and his failed charisma checks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's written as this, like, you know, like, you know, Slug. he's written to be kind of suave and charismatic, but he Sometimes never no. is. <laughs> he never is. He's never suave and charismatic. He is, at best, awkward. My boobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love the Smurfs. Like, yeah, I love the Smurfs. <laughs> he's he is at best awkward at worst this happens and it's he he's written it's like he's written to be charismatic but he just isn't no. it's very funny um they do make it to mr cooper's office 
<laughs> where there are two chairs. One of them is in the shape of a clown. Yeah. <laughs> the other is a normal chair. So Dean... Dean goes for the normal chair and leaves Sam with a clown chair. <laughs> <laughs> Such a jerk. Yeah. I was prepared for it to be like, well, that's the cursed object. <laughs> <laughs> Turns into a mimic and eats. Gotta destroy the creepy clown chair. Mr. Cooper's like, like, kind of weird that you guys want to sign up now with all of the murders, but... Yeah, yeah. haven't you heard? We've There's got a lot of local trouble around here. Uh, have you guys been in the circuit before? And, um, and Sam, Sam's like, Sam goes for a bluff with, he's like, yeah, we, we've worked a circuit in from... Texas and Arkansas. Texas and Arkansas. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, what do you guys usually do? Why didn't they think about a plan before? They rarely do. Yeah. You um, ride jockeys, pull shoot, A&S men. And they just, like, like, like the, Pikachu the, face. The, the blank, glazed looks on their faces. Like, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. And the, and the Cooper's like, you two have never worked a show in your lives before, have you? He's like, like no. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> no, we really need the work. And, and Cooper's like, you guys look like nice young men. Listen. Oh, well, D- first Dean makes a joke about Sam having a thing for the bearded lady. Yeah. And then Cooper's like, okay, listen. And he gives them a, hi- a, a brief history of what carnivals are, how they work, and how they are a refuge for social outcasts. And with with the sort of underlying, like like the implication being, you two don't look very you t- you two don't look like outcasts. Like you're like you seem like nice young men. Don't come in here with with that kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And and this this is sort of, like there is a a carnival culture of you know the, these are people who you know stick up for each other, look out for their own. The and the implication in his little little history lesson here being. Don't don't come in here with that kind of attitude. These are you know these are people who you know make an honest living and you know deserve you know dignity and respect. I don't need that kind of joking mm-hmm. in my business. Yeah, he tells them you should go to school, find a couple of girls, have two point five kids, and live regular. And Sam's like, we don't want to go to school. We don't want regular. We want this. And Dean looks at Sam uh-huh. like. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Really? We don't really? want to go to school? That's interesting, Sam. Interesting thing to say. Yeah. That's uh, interesting, Sam, that you'd say that after you did that. After you'd say how this whole time you've said that you wanted to go to school. Mm-hmm. And now you're changing your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then outside they have a little conversation about that. Dean is like, that whole I don't want to go back to school thing, are you just saying that to Cooper or were you really saying it? And Sam's like, listen, I'm having some second thoughts. And Dean's like, uh, since when? He's like, well, since Dad died. Dad would have wanted me to stick with the job. And Dean's like, since Since when when have you cared? What Dad thinks. Yeah, you spent half your life doing what he didn't want. <laughs> and he's like, like, well, yeah, since I, I cared, since he died. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, Sam's feeling guilty mm-hmm. here. And Sam's like, is that a problem? And Dean's like, no. Well, obviously, we're not going to get anywhere with this conversation today. So, no, no, no not, no, a, problem. not a problem. You you just carry on, Sam. He sort of smiles and walks away. So we see they've obviously gotten their jobs. They've got their little uniform jackets. Mm-hmm. And Sam is wandering around doing trash collection with an EMF reader. EMT reader. In his jacket, like the inside jacket pocket. And he's like, like he keeps like, like, like opening yeah. his jacket just a little bit to check on it and then <laughs> closing it again. <laughs> 
Now, we, here, we know a little bit about how EMF readers work in this world. And we've been told that they don't work great yeah. when there's a lot of electricity around. Yeah. So with all these rides With on. all of the rides and all the lights in the fun house. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't work because yeah. it's not it's not helpful, but the, they forgot that that's how EMF readers work. Yeah. So, all right. So he goes into the scary fun house and walks around with the EMF. We had a couple jump scares and a, a skeleton did pops down from the ceiling. Did any of them get you? A little. Not like, not not too bad, but yeah. I, I did flinch. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, so there's a fake skeleton, but no, nothing is, uh, we, there's there's a, a creepy organ, pipe organ that's mm-hmm. spewing out like steam or something, but nothing's, he's scanning everything and nothing's, nothing's picking up. So then we see Dean, who's also doing trash collection, and he gets a call from Sam. <laughs> and Sam's like, I don't know, man, that skeleton seemed kind of spooky. The skeleton <laughs> was spooky, and he's like, well, is it real human bones? That could, that, it could be its remains. He's like, well, we'll check it out. He's like, I don't, maybe, but I don't know. And kind of spooky. <laughs> then there's an arm on Dean's hand, and he's been stopped by the blind knife man. Barry. <laughs> Barry. Who's like... Uh, hey, couldn't help it over here. You're talking about human bones? <laughs> <laughs> and what's EMF? <laughs> uh, what are you guys actually doing here? And Dean's like, your blind man hearing is insane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's like, we're a tight-knit group. We don't like outsiders. We take care of our own problems. And he's like, we got a problem? And Barry's like, you tell me. You're the one talking about human bones. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fair. Yeah. Dean, Dean and Sam are being weird. So um, Dean leans in with, uh, you believe in um, ghosts? I got it. What? <laughs> <laughs> so my brother and me, we're writing a book about them. Oh, my God. Like... All right, Dean. You're going for that bluff. All right. At this point, do you think he's been made? I don't know. Because because obviously when he like obviously he'd been made when he asked for like later on when he asks for the bronze knife. Yes. It, it the the monster knows what's up. But um, at this point, do you do you think it knows he's a hunter? I don't know. It probably does after he talks about it. Because he talks about the clown. Well, maybe. Because yeah, he yeah, because ta- when we we learn later that he does tell a story about a psycho clown. I I think I I, I think he's been made here. Yeah. His his book story does not fly. No. Because the way carnivals work, they are, they are, they are, you know they are a, a, a tight knit group, right? Someone uh, mass like 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 this, doing like a you know we're we're gonna do a. Like a like a see how the carnival people live type of book mm-hmm. would not fly. No, he, like if if he you know genuinely thought that that's what these guys were doing, there would be concern about the you know the dignity of the of of the carnival employees. Yeah, and he would like tell the the carnival operator to fire them. Mm-hmm. I th- I think. You know he knows that this is a bluff and that these guys are poking around. But I'm not. I'm like like I, I'm I, I'm interested. Like he's like I I think I think he knows that that there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. Not super important. But Dean is able to get away from that encounter to meet up with Sam just in time for them to both hear um, a little girl who <laughs> can see a clown like, that is not clown. there. Where? What clown? Come on, sweetie. Come on. 
I'm like that was a fast costume change. Yeah, it was. That was, that was very quick. Very good. <laughs> it's uh, you might say it's monster fast. <laughs> monster fast. <laughs> Ghost fast. Ghost fast. And the boys realize, like, oh, hey, there's our next victim family. Yeah, so I guess we're going to follow them home. Yeah, they would have to. We missed that whole scene, you know, any scene where they get the, the, you know, the family's plates and pretend to be officers and call the state police to get information on their address. So they must just follow them home. Yeah. Uh, The boys pull up to stake out this, this family's home in their van. Which is infinitely more creepy than yeah, doing yeah, it in the Impala. Impala. <laughs> Especially when Dean gets out his gun. Yeah. And Sam's like, put your down. gun away. And we're watching this family through their big open front window. No one in this show has curtains. No, no apparently not. No <laughs> one shades. no one has no one has curtains. You could just see right into their house. <laughs> As they're, you know, sitting in the car waiting, we learn that Cooper used to work for Bunker Brothers. So, if this is a cursed object... Oh, and we forgot to mention about the uh, the picture. Right. Oh, yeah. In uh, in Cooper's office, as part of his you know history of the carnival, there's a picture of his father, who... It's a picture of the same actor. Yeah, literally. Uh, it's... They're like, wow, you, it looks just, just like looks him. Just like him. It's supposed to be like, hmm, Cooper's suspicious. And he uh, worked. He used to work for Bunker Brothers, the other carnival where, um, where you know, where where the where the murders happened. So the so their their going theory now is that whatever cursed object Cooper had at Bunker Brothers, he took it with him, and now the 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 killings are happening again. Dean falls asleep while while waiting for this stakeout. Sam wakes him up though to point out again that you can see right into their house. <laughs> the lights go on. And the little girl wanders through right right past that front window. Ew. <laughs> she goes to what must be the back door and opens it. And we hear her say, want to come in and play? <laughs> Again, this child is too old for this. Yeah. Yep. This kid is way too old to be doing this. But we see the, the clown and the gloved hand as she leads him inside. Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> we pick up immediately the the girl is leading the the clown inside the house and she's like you want to see my parents they're asleep upstairs (laughs) (laughs) dean is hiding behind a doorway and and sam they jump out sam grabs the little girl dean shoots the clown twice yeah it goes down but it gets back up the the girl is screaming the the clown you know jump the clown turns invisible and jumps Jumps out the front window and, like, runs down the front sidewalk, knocking over a shrub. <laughs> yeah. Breaking um, the glass and, uh, yeah, knocking stuff over as he leaves. The parents come running down the stairs. <laughs> What's going on in here? Who the hell are you? Get, Get out from my daughter! Get, Get, Get out, out of my house! So they just, so they're like, <laughs> okay, bye. bye. And they just run. She's like, he shot my clown. Like... <laughs> 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 and this and this scene where that that must end in a police report does not get brought up again. No, no, that's it. The the only thing we see is the next scene. The boys ditch the car and take take the plates yeah, and stash it in the bushes and have um, a long, pretty long extended scene hmm. with them walking along the highway. But th- the the fact that there there's now cops mm-hmm. <laughs> a report's been made that. Not only was there a clown in this house, but two guys with a gun were also in this house. 
that's not brought up again. Mm. We we learn that Dean's like this. This is not. A, this isn't a spirit because that rock salt hit something solid. Any ideas, Sam? Does the journal say anything? We need our handy dandy. Nope. And nope. So Sam wants to call Ellen. But first, they have the they have a tense scene between the two of them where they're both again kind of coming to a head over how they're processing their grief. Sam does get a line up. You ever notice how dad had a falling out with just about everybody? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Jean like just doesn't respond and Sam's like, come on. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this the strong and silent stuff, I'm over it. He's Liz. And Dean is so obviously not okay in this scene. And Sam's calling him out on it mm-hmm. that he like he snaps at Sam with, I swear, the next person who asks me if I'm okay, I'm going to start throwing punches. Mm-hmm. Which is not an okay thing to no, say. No, literally, I was thinking that when I, when I heard him say that. Then Dean turns around and starts calling Sam out, too, uh-huh. for his, you know, sudden loyalty to John. And he says, I, I just want you to be honest with yourself. I'm dealing with dad's death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I said, are you? And Sam's like in tears. He's like, I'm going to call Ellen. <laughs> They're both of them are hurting and neither of them really know how to handle their grief no. healthily. And it's, it's just not a good time for either of them. So Sam calls Ellen. Uh, they're still walking. He's we, like a rakshasa. We get a lore drop. A rakshasa. A brief, like, two-minute Google search reveals that, like, yeah, they're... In the lore that Sam provides, yes, they... There are, you know, they are... They are creatures that appear in Hindu mythology. The specifics of the lore, a little dubious. I'm dubious about that. And a little culturally appropriative. Yeah. I am not super familiar with the Hindu... The you know origin of the Rakshasa. I am familiar with the D and D Rakshasa. Oh, which is it is a uh, a character in D and D. So also yeah, a lot culturally appropriative. <laughs> in D and D, it is a a lawful evil devil. Mm. I believe they can turn invisible. They can look like people. They do that. They you know can you know hide among people. But yeah, yeah, the invisibility and the uh, and the looking like other people thing is 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 in is in D and D. But in D and D, they're they're true like like they're they're devil form. They're like tiger people, oh. but but they have backwards hands. Oh, like their palms face out outside. Yeah, weird. Yeah, there there's there's a rakshasa in Critical Role. That's really that's the that's the only reason I know, <laughs> I know about it at all. So, but the the lore that Sam provides a little bit dubious, a little bit culturally appropriative. So for as far as you know the supernatural lore is concerned, um, a little bit dubious, a little bit little bit culturally appropriative, but we've got uh, a creature from Hindu mythology that can appear in human form, feeds on human flesh, can turn invisible, can't come into a house without first being invited. They live in squalor, typically sleeping on a bed of dead insects, and they feed a couple times every twenty to thirty years, and can be killed with a dagger of pure brass. So of of these like. Like, okay, so we've got someone who's hiding in plain sight at the carnival. The bodies that are being torn apart, these parents, are being eaten. The invisible thing, that checks out. The lives and squalor thing, we don't see that. No. Mm. They, later Sam, like, goes to check out Cooper's place. But, like, it's just, like, a very brief scene. That that, that doesn't really get addressed. No. Mm. Feeds every 20 to 30 years. That, 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 we... 
you address that. Dagger made of pure brass. I'm not really sure what they mean by pure brass. Brass is an alloy. Yeah. Yeah. Not really sure what that means, but okay. So Dean's going to go get the knife. Sam's going to go in- investigate Cooper. So we have a, um, a quick, like, a uh, switching back and forth between the two scenes. Sam goes to break into Cooper's trailer. Dean vi- goes to visit the knife guy, because the guy who likes knives likes to show off knives. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam moseys over to the trailer, looks in the window, picks a lock. He goes in, goes to the bed, and checks the mattresses. And then we hear a gun cock. And it's Cooper. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Dean with Knife Guy. Knife Guy's like, yeah, it's like, yeah ch- you know, checking the trunk. I don't know if I've got, uh, I've got a lot of knives. I don't know if I've got a brass one. Go ahead and look. So Dean looks, and in it is a vintage clown costume that is very familiar. He picks up the wig and it jingles. He's <laughs> like, oh. He goes, you, me, Barry drops his cane, takes off his sunglasses, and his eyes are normal. He's, I don't know. And then they go white, and then his forehead wrinkles, and he unnaturally smiles. And he waves and disappears. Creepy, creepy, creepy. Dean is trying to get get the door open. There's an invisible guy throwing knives, knives at him. him. <laughs> he throws one knife, and he's like, ah, and he throws a second knife, and Dean's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it out onto the fairway. And she runs into Sam. Sam's like, okay, so now he thinks that I'm a peeping Tom, but like, there's not much of an explanation for how Sam got out of that situation. No. Other than just, like, did he just, was he just like, hi, I'm being creepy, I'll leave now? Yeah. What was that about? (laughs) How did he get out of there? How did he be like, with a knife in one hand and looking underneath his mattress, the guy's mattress? Was he like, I'm looking for money? Was he I, like I don't mm. what I don't know what or was he like? Uh, I like to collect bugs. Do you got any bugs in your bed? Got any bugs in your bed? Bed bug inspector. Here's <laughs> <laughs> <was> my card. <laughs> I don't, unclear how he got out of that situation, but and I thought very briefly. Like, are are they are they gonna pull the like a shapeshifter switcheroo? Yeah, because because it, it was because right. it was unclear how the human form thing worked, mm-hmm. but then it's like oh no, they're just they're just gonna do the invisible knife thrower thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. We're not gonna try to pull a switcheroo like that. It appears that this guy has one human form, and he's uh, a clown, and it's which is knife thrower and a clown. So yeah. And Dean's like, it's the blind guy. He's here somewhere. Sam's like, did you get the the brass knives? And he's like, no. He's like, Sam's like, I've got an idea though. Come on. Like, not the fun house. So they run into the scary fun house. Why would... But why, though? To get to the organ. The, Sam, Sam's like, did you get the knives? And he's like, no. So he's like, okay, I know where there's something that's brass. Follow me okay. to the fun house. We gotta get to the organ. They did not explain this. Okay. And it does, and if you're not following, it does seem a little bizarre that Sam suggests hiding in a funhouse. Yeah. I was like, why? What? Why the funhouse, Sam? It's because of the organ that we saw earlier. Okay. But... I did not but make if, the connection. If, if you didn't make that connection, it does It does seem biz- like Like, if you're running away from the invisible knife guy... Leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would you want to go in a fun house of all yeah, places I know. when you wouldn't you're, be able to go- see him and there's going- mirrors everywhere? Yeah, you're going somewhere that's going to be on purpose hard to fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they you know, run into the fun house and 
get separated. A door, like, wall shuts between them, which is like, is this supposed to be a trap? But it's just how the funhouse works. I don't know. I guess it's just how the funhouse works. I don't know, but to, but to be scary, <laughs> to be scary, but it's but it's all that it's also like, <laughs> like they're like like they do the like they they, Sam, they yeah they have the same reaction that they do when like ghosts shut doors. Yeah. I think that's just how the funhouse works. But they're like, oh no, like it's <laughs> and it was, Sam it was just like, a little weird. Sam's like, Dean, find the maze. What? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I didn't get it. I was like, is there a corn maze here? No, Are we going to have a corn maze? I, like, wait, that was a really weird line. I think what he just meant was, Dean, go through the mirrors. Yeah, the mirror maze. The mirrors. and, you and don't, you... don't, don't try to come this way. Go through the mirrors. But find the, the maze. maze. <laughs> okay. The, so the Dean... A-I-Z-E? Yes, exactly. <laughs> find <laughs> so, the corn. So the Dean's just sort of like wandering around while Sam finds... The brass pipe organ, um, which in what Sam finds it, Dean, uh, Dean like wanders up on him, you know, trying to get the the, the pipe off. Yeah, Dean bumps into Sam like, oh, oh I guess, oh, it's oh, you. I oh, guess hi. we're fine. We're, I guess that was not that not was nothing. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Oh, I guess that was not a problem. Yes. Okay. So Sam establishes that the. This is steam, not just like a smoke machine. This is steam yeah, coming out of his pipe. It's hot. It's hot to the touch. So he touches it, like burns himself, and then just grabs it. He like puts his jacket over yeah. his hand and like like no. goes to grab it that way and bra- like, breaks it, off a pipe. It, and like it's... didn't work though. He tr- he made it look like he was putting his jacket over his hand, but then it cut back to him and his hand was just around. Yeah, the thing. And he just grabbed it with yeah. his bare hand. Even though he was like he was like ooh ooh ooh, 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 hot, ooh hot hot hot. hot. <laughs> so we know that this is steam. Uh, they're like, oh, hi. I guess we're we're okay. The, <laughs> knives come flying out of the darkness, pinning Dean to the wall. Sam tries to dodge a couple knives. And there's like a frantic moan of they're like, where is it? I don't know. It's invisible. There are knives. <laughs> Dean and pulls a switch yeah, that Dean... makes the steam go crazy. What? Yeah. Did Were you following this? No, I saw him pull the switch I saw him pull a switch, but I was like, what? What did that do? And then I was like, okay, so there's steam. And I was like, okay, now it's everywhere. Okay. Like, but why would there be a valve yeah. to release the steam like that? Is it like the thing in the, <laughs> is it like the thing in the, uh, in the hot tub, the bubbles? What? You mean just a button that makes this bubble go? You know, in like, in like hotels. Well, yeah. I'm familiar with the concept of a jacuzzi. <laughs> but, what are you saying? Well, the button that... It's not the same as it's not steam. Well, duh. <laughs> but it's no, like this is this is like a pressure release valve or something that allows steam to just be pumped into the room. So that's the the, the steam is hot enough that it's made these pipes very hot that Dean is now just pumping into the room. Yeah, scalding steam <laughs> is now yeah. filling the room. He also, he, I mean, he's pinned to the wall. He's just like, oh, hey. <laughs> just, yeah. just gonna, oh, this is so convenient. It's right here. And gonna, I don't know what it does. No, I'm just going to pull this lever. Uh, and and I guess because because Dean didn't do the reconnaissance in this building. Sam no, did. Sam did. So he wouldn't know. He wouldn't have known that that's what that did. He just looks up, oh, lever. <laughs> that I just see in the dark. Yeah, and let me pull it. So then they see the shape of the figure through the steam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is displacing the fog, so Sam's able to able to stab it. He stabs it with the pipe. We see his eyes like flash and flash, and he's like screams and collapses. 
And as the steam clears... But, like, why didn't he leave anything except for the clothes? Yeah, it's a, so he, we see him collapse to the ground, and then he just disappears? dissolves? Like, where did he go? Like, there wasn't anything there except for the clothes. Yeah. It's not like he just dissolved. No. Like, there wasn't anything. No, he, like, his clothes... He, he evaporated. He evaporated. <laughs> Unclear as to how this monster works exactly. Yeah. Dean pulls the knives out of his, uh, his sleeves and shuts the steam off. And then we do, we see this pile of clothes with the pipe on top of it. I'm like, how? He just, <laughs> he just evaporated. evaporated, dissolved, unclear to commercial. Um, like, oh, well, they're back at, uh, they're back, yeah, at, back yeah. at Ellen's. Well, I guess, I guess they, they fixed it. They, they, I guess they well, quit their jobs and just left. How are they going to the, explain them? the knife guy's gone? The blind. But not their problem. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like, hey, we really need this job and then they work there for like a day knife man disappears and the cops come around asking after these two guys who were seen in association with a clown breaking into someone's house <laughs> <laughs> I, we don't see any of that no we're just back at the roadhouse ha- and we see, see there are other hunters here. Guys um, with guns. Guys with guns, like, prepping their guns on a table. Sam and Dean are having, like, a celebratory drink at the bar. Huzzah. And <laughs> Joe is there, and she's giving Sam this look. A long, awkward look. And Sam's like, I've got to go. Over there. Right now. I've got a gay. Go. Go, I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and so Joe and Dean, like, flirt a little bit. How old is Jim? I was going to say, she is maybe 20. She's maybe 22 because 22. she's drinking. She's 22. Okay. okay. So, more age-appropriate than than a lot of the girls Dean flirts with, or has been creepy with in the past. Yeah. But she's still young. She's young. Yeah. She's young. At this point, the anyway, the actress is 22, almost 23. Dean would be 27 at this point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jensen would be 28. Yeah. Hmm. So if Joe is the same age as as her actress, almost twenty three. So Dean's that's a, a little four, five four, years. four almost five years older than than she is. I think his birthday is in January, and Joe's actress's birthday. I, I looked this up earlier is in October ish. So four almost five years older than her. So he's late twenties. She's early twenties. More reasonable than, than teenagers. Than than fresh out of high school teenagers. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah. Also written by John Chabon. <laughs> She's maybe maybe a little young here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was able to hold her own in getting her gun back from him and breaking his nose. Yeah. Yes. And she seems to be initiating a lot of the flirting. Yes. Right. There's not a... It's not a creepy vibe. There's, it's not a creepy vibe at all from, from Dean. From the camera. Yes. yes. In how it follows her around. But... Cameraman... The, the the direction and, and how the camera works and how it is directing the audience's view to her that's weird and, and kind of creepy but there's and there's not a um like a power imbalance she's not vulnerable and like coming to him for comfort no. she's and not he's kind of she she's not you know a damsel on a case that they're trying to help and you know sweeping into town and saving or whatever um 
So all of that is a, this is a much better situation, but and and they, and they do like flirt a little bit, but Dean still shuts it down. Mm-hmm. He's like, normally I'd be hitting on you until your head would be spinning. And see, I found this kind of uncomfortable because like her mom is her standing, standing right, right there, just uh, wiping a glass down, and like she, the like, bartender will just look at the glass. <laughs> she kind of turns her head and looks at them, like and, like, like dude, guys, guys, <laughs> you know I'm right here, I'm right, right here. <laughs> but jo- Joe's the one initiating Mm -hmm. and he's like but like and she goes wrong time wrong place he's like yeah yeah yeah. Ash comes out. He's like, where have you guys been? I've been waiting for you. <laughs> like clowns. He's like, what? We get what two, the? we get <laughs> two very close to F bombs here that, that had to be, that have to be censored because we're seeing this through the lens of the CW. Mm-hmm. That, but, you know, so close. That, like, oh, this, like, <laughs> like what the? <laughs> Cause he, and you, his, yeah. the way he's moving his mouth, it's to make the F sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The camera, the camera cuts away and silences him before he can get get there. But that's great. Ash, we learn, is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he is set up, he's got this laptop that's like missing part of a keyboard and is like looks kind of well, messed up. there's wires all over the place, bro. But there's like wires sticking out of it, right. Mm-hmm. And on the screen, there's like a bunch of windows about the um, <laughs> about the d- different signs well, there's, and stuff. There's graphs and moving pictures. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, obviously this is, this is, this, this is, is science. Science. Computer science. <laughs> he's set, set this set up this computer to monitor any any hits on these type the types of omens that they're using to track this demon. Anything pops up, the computer will send him an alert. As of right now though, there's nothing. The the demon has gone to ground. We don't we don't know where the demon is. But if it shows up, we'll know. Dean goes to touch the computer and it's like, do you mind if I t- touch it? <laughs> <laughs> And Ash, Ash today is where he's got, you know, his sleeveless flannel shirt. No, nothing on under it and a completely open shirt, mm-hmm. bare, bare chested. And he kind of like leans on the table and like l- just looks at Dean. Yeah. And Dean stands there staring at the computer at Ash before backing off. And Ash is like, what's up, man? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, this is a weird little interaction. How yeah. do I read this? How, this is how, what, 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 what were you, what were you going for? What did you think it was, uh, <laughs> people who made this show? What did you think you were doing? <laughs> What's up, man? Because, <laughs> like, I'll te- I gotta tell you, um... This is, uh, it's definitely fruity. It's a little fruity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are the- what were they doing? Yeah, what did they think they were doing? What- what other read of that specific interaction was there? What's up, man? Just like, oh, I- <laughs> Again, this is, you know, Dean doing like a little bit of posture and like, oh, let me take a look at this computer thing. And Ash just stares him down. Mm-hmm. But th- his with the way with his not body like language. Way. It's no, no, it's not it's not threatening. It's, it's like, oh really? Uh-huh. Okay. Like, All like, right. okay, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and like with his op- like his shirt, yeah. the bare chested open was, shirt. He, was he wearing any like necklaces or anything? Yeah, he was wearing a necklace. Yeah. Yep. Again, it was a like in in response to Dean's posturing, he it wasn't you know like a like a toxic masculine yeah. also posturing. Like, just, okay. It was a like like uh-huh. you know put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Let's go. <laughs> and Dean is like, uh, 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 u
just like and Dean like backs down. Sam jumps in with like, hey, yeah, she where should learn to do all this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna break up this weird tension. <laughs> He's um, like, MIT. Yeah, before I got bounced for fighting. <laughs> and and, and like, Sam's like, MIT? Like, like, it's a school in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I know what fucking MIT is. <laughs> And like again, we're supposed to, we're supposed to like laugh at Ash for not picking up on social cues, and like like that's that's what they're yeah that's what they're directing to do, us right? to do. But he's still like kind of like lean like he's standing. Like, I'd like to take really it. close to Dean. Yeah. yeah, right in front of him, like like casual. I'd like to take it as a power move for him, like gaslighting Sam, <laughs> being like like you don't know what MIT is. <laughs> It's a school in Boston. Sure. Yeah, sure. Because everything he's doing in this scene is a power move. Mm-hmm. And it's not one, like, most of what he's doing right now is not something Dean's used to. No. You know? <laughs> Ash, the, the vibes I'm getting from Ash are, again, just straight up challenging Dean's sexuality. Like, you gonna do something about it? Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You wanna show me? <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna do? Like, it's like, I, I, you, you've noticed. You are looking. <laughs> Go ahead. You, you're welcome. Oh my God. You're welcome too. Oh, oh, you're just. Oh, you're not, you're not going to. That's okay. fine. Okay. All right. Okay. You're lost. <laughs> yeah. It's you're the, the, there's <laughs> the confidence of this man. Mm-hmm. And Dean's just kind of <laughs> Dean's like, uh, I don't know how to interact with this. So Dean, he's like, well, okay, give us a call if if you find something. Yeah, she's like, CC compadre. <laughs> and he gives Dean another look. <laughs> Dean takes a swig of his beer, sets it down, and then Ash takes a swig from it too. Oh my god. <laughs> Which again. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> CC compadre. De- Dean's like, <laughs> Dean says, give us a call, and Ash is like, yeah, I'll call you. And Dean's like, uh. <laughs> Blue screens out. <laughs> and then the the taking a drink from the beer, putting it down, and Ash taking a drink from the same beer. Does Ash come back? Do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, Ash, Ellen, and Joe all come back. Good. Well, that's um, not really like a spoiler. No, they will be they will be returning characters. Okay. But oh yeah, gosh. the Dean takes a drink from the beer bottle as a, as a way to sort of like clear him being flustered. <laughs> and then Ash takes a drink from the same beer bottle. <laughs> like which Again, it is is like 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 we're you know Ash is being weird and we're you know supposed to laugh at his lack of social cues and whatever no, and like he's like and he's flirty. and he's kind of gross that he's just drinking everybody's right. beer and he was the guy who was passed out on the pool table, but there is that's not an uncommon like some like metaphor symbology thing yeah for like something phallic <laughs> yeah yeah that's. I'm specifically thinking of the Nightcrawler Wolverine comic. Oh my god! Comic cover, which is I'll pull it up for you. Okay. And well, and also, of course, the uh, the scene where the uh, the scene with Bobby, yes, in also in X Men, the uh, I think it it's it's Wolverine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Logan has a beer bottle and Ice Ice Kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, hey, what are your powers? And he's like, here, I'll show you. And he like like. Like takes the like takes the beer bottle and blows on it, yeah. and it makes it frosty and gives it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, bullshit. Nightcrawler was Wolverine, right? I think 
I don't I, I don't know about I don't I don't know much about um, X-Men ships. This is this is the cover. <laughs> Placement of the beer bottle. Yep. The staring at he's the, naked. This the staring yeah. the staring at Nightcrawler's crotch, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> like that <laughs> What were they doing in this scene? <laughs> And like, what, course, what, what was that? They're like, you know what's going to make him look like a weirdo, right? Is, is, is this. Is, is it, yeah, it's going to make him look real weird that he's just like going around drinking everybody else's beers after they leave him. You know what it actually does, guys? Is it makes me think of those two X-Men things, which are <laughs> explicitly queer. Yeah. You know what it actually does, guys? It makes him look kind of hot. Okay, it, it makes Ash look kind of hot, <laughs> which is which I know for a fact is not what you were intending. No, because this is 2006 and mullets were not cool cool again yet. No, I have a mullet. <laughs> I have had a mullet, but they, but not I. Mine wasn't in a cool way because it wasn't cool again yet. <laughs> but it is cool again now in 2021. A far cry from 2006. Oh, this yeah. is not a character who is supposed to be attractive. This is a character who is supposed to be weird. And and it's supposed to be weird that he that he is so confident in his own sexuality and like yeah. whatever it, the fuck it is he's got going on. But like he's also ripped. Today it does not come across that way. But like he's also ripped. Yeah. And like yeah yeah like he and he's the, an and attractive he, actor. He's yeah. an attractive actor and the the he pulls the mullet off. I yeah. know. I think the mullet works. Yeah. The mullet yeah. works. It at the time it was not supposed to. Yeah. It was supposed to be just some weirdo. But like. <laughs> This, all that this scene makes me think of is <laughs> is is Bobby from X Men blowing on on Wolverine's beer bottle, which is super gay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what? What the fuck, guys? <laughs> it's season two. <laughs> uh, and, and like, <laughs> I love you, Cass, and we're gonna see so much more gay gay shit from Cass. Yeah. Like, until I see you, Cass. You like, Ash, you like Ash? I, I like Ash. <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, Ash with the, the big he-they vibes. Yes. <laughs> I, I can appreciate whatever, whatever the fuck he's got going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gender and sexuality wise. Um, they're not, but, so, <laughs> that scene aside, the, the boys are gonna head out. Ellen offers, she's like, hey, listen, I've got rooms, if you guys ever need a place to stay, and they're like, thanks, but um, and Dean's like, I've I've got something I got to do, got to go finish, but the the, the door has been left open, mm-hmm. and we will return to Ellen, Joe, Ash, and the Roadhouse, good, which is great. Back at Bobby's scrapyard, Dean is working on the Impala, and Sam comes out and fesses up to feeling guilty and missing John mm-hmm. and not being all right, and, and feeling yeah, feeling sorry that the last time that they were together, he picked a fight with him. Sorry that he spent the most of his life angry with him. He admits that Dean is right, that what he's doing right now is too little and too late. But then he's like, and listen, I'm not all right. Mm-hmm. But neither are you. Yep, that much I know. <laughs> but and then he walks away. It's like, I'm going to let you get back to work. And Dean is so not okay mm-hmm. that he takes a crowbar to the Impala. First, he smashes a window of a nearby car. And then he starts hitting the trunk of the Impala as hard as he can until he breaks a hole in it and he keeps hitting it. And he eventually loses his grip on the crowbar. It drops. And he just stands there, like, shaking with anger and hurt. Like, his, his lip... I was going to say, his lower lip is trembling. Like, he is upset. Like, ju- just too much big feeling. Yeah. He is sad. He is angry. He is hurt. Too many thoughts. 
Headful. We still don't know what it was that John said to him. Yeah. But we know it's been eating at him. And that's that, that the shot of Dean shaking his bottom lip, quivering. He's just punched a hole in the hood, in the, the trunk hood of the Impala. That's where we end the episode. This episode ends with an in memory of our friend Peter Ellis. Also, Ash said fugly. Yes. That was the other one. That's right. He he, he, he got to what the F of, of fuck. And he also called the demon fugly. A fugly bastard. So that's the closest we can get. Peter Ellis directed a couple episodes of Supernatural in season one. I don't have my notebook for season one handy, though. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I did just a I did just a brief look, but the but the internet didn't immediately tell me what I was looking for. Yeah. So, but I know Peter Peter Ellis died in April of uh, 2006. So that's the end of the episode. What we think? Season two, episode two. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it was hard coming right off of in my time of dying and how good that was, yeah. and just how like plot heavy it was. Um, but I think I really like this. Episode. This episode was good. I think meeting Ellen and Joe and Ash kind of made it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The clown story was okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was that great, and like all the weird inconsistencies with the monster itself mm-hmm. um, yeah. made it a little bit, eh, you know. But meeting those three really uh, made the episode work. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of disappointed though that we didn't get to see Bobby. Yeah, we were, yes. we were, we, at, we were at Bobby's scrap here, but we didn't get to see him. Mm-hmm. That was like my one disappointment from the show, and that I was I was kind of hoping that it was going to be a little bit more spooky since it was clowns. I was a little bit okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were okay with it being okay a little less spooky. A little less spooky about clowns. I was like, I can <laughs> handle this. <laughs> it did. It did get like didn't like get me, but like I, when it started. And it showed the clowns and the girl being like okay with it. I was like, mm, no, yeah, no, 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 no. So yeah, I I like the clown parts. I thought it was fun. I I agree. I think this was yeah hard coming off uh, in my time of dying because that was such an intense episode, but I think it served as a better split episode it, w- it was a stronger split episode than like scarecrow yeah, yeah. it ha- suffered it like it had some some similar problems in pacing mm-hmm. but i think they handled handled it better and i think it served as a good transition from the extreme plot heavy episodes into the meat of the season which is going to we're returning to the monster of the week format right mm-hmm. and we need needed a way to get back to that yeah because so because, you know, now they're, they're always, you know, like, well, what are we going to do? Well, we'll keep working jobs. Yeah. So we're going to transition back into that for most, and that's going to fill out most most of the rest of the season with, you know, bits of plot, you know, specific plot episodes popping up here and there. We needed something to let us back down from the climax that was the very end of season one into season two. So I think it served that purpose reasonably well. It was a good step down. Mm-hmm. It introduced us to the Roadhouse and Ellen and Joe and Ash, which are great characters. I thought the carnival was a fun location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't, they, they uh, are you know, exploring with different location shoots. That's fun. The Funhouse set, I thought was was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was kind of fun, fun, spooky, very atmospheric. Uh, I thought that you know the the carnival in general that, yeah. that idea was great. The the monster itself, I agree, inconsistent kind of eh. The the whole that you know part of the storyline 
eh. This episode had to do a lot of heavy lifting to, to, to step us down from the, from the climax, and it had to do a lot of heavy character work. Yeah. And I don't know that... I think the character work could have used maybe one more pass in the writer's room. Yeah. It felt they were they were trying to get through it, like it, to get through it in the episode. Yeah, and it's it is something that's going to you know stick with us for the rest of the season. But I it felt just a little bit rushed. I know they like they tried to step us with that with like it's like giving us a, a little bit of a time skip with it's been a week. Mm-hmm. But I think they I, I I think it was just just they they it was close, but I think they just like missed the mark a little bit. Right. But I the the scene with Dean smashing the car, mm-hmm. I remember that. I, I was going to ask you if you remembered that because it was pretty poignant. That scene I remember. Um, I remember about this episode. I remember that Sam is afraid of clowns. <laughs> that point comes up a number of times. And I, I, so I knew that it had to be at some point in the early seasons that it had to be have been established. I didn't remember the this episode in general. I remembered the scene with Dean smashing the car. I remember... I'm surprised that Sam even wanted to pick up this case then. If he was afraid of clowns, I think yeah. I think he is was more was still more afraid of clowns than he thought he'd be, <laughs> because it was like such a kid thing, right? And then when he's like faced with the clowns, it's like this is this sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. I thought I was gonna be over this. Nope. Apparently Wait not. not. <laughs> I remembered Ash waking up on the pool table. <laughs> I remembered that scene. I did not remember. I, I mean, the first time I watched it, I wasn't looking for queerness yeah. necessarily. <laughs> I wasn't processing my media through a queer lens. I wasn't thinking about this show in terms of, you know, being, you know, the great queer bait. Mm-hmm. So that that the scenes with Ash and be like, wow, <laughs> there is something going on with with that guy. I liked a lot. Yeah. And it surprised and confused me. <laughs> it's like what did you think that was? <laughs> and why? <laughs> I think I think overall it hit what it was trying to accomplish. And for, for, for the second episode of the second season, I think it was good. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? I don't think so. Yeah. So next time, join us for season two, episode three, Bloodlust. Sam and Dean encounter Gordon, a fellow demon hunter who has been systematically killing vampires in a small town. Another vampire. Another episode. vampire hunter. Nice vampire episode. So that's going to that's that's exciting. We get another another vampires. Yeah. Uh, other than ghosts, I don't think we've had any repeat monsters. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is our first. Well, uh, Reaper. Yeah. That's true. Reapers and now so now vampires will be our second repeat. Mm. Okay. Cool. Other than ghosts, but there are ghosts everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everything's a ghost. Everything. Mm-hmm. Until then, I have been. A host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruh Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing threeidgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.